Right now with me, Kyle Boatwright, who this is not her first rodeo here on the Afternoon <laughs> Rants podcast. She and I met through the awesome production of Significant Other from Ghostlight Theater. Honestly, one of my favorite plays I've ever done. Um, and Kyle was one of those actresses that immediately I was like, oh, man, if she's going for the same role as me, I'm not going to get it. Like, I have always said that was my first impression of you. Like, genuinely, it was like I was like, oh, oh, she's professional. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, uh, you know, during... During this time of pandemic, uh, a lot of our our actor friends, including us, we haven't had much to do. How have you been hanging in there? Because I know that um, you'd been doing theater full time as your as your full time gig. Yeah. So yeah. First of all, thanks so much for having me back. It's, it was so fun to be on the show with you when we did Significant Other, and I'm glad to be talking to you now. Yeah. Um. So you know, right? Exactly. We're, we're all hit very hard right now. It's an unfortunate side effect of the pandemic is that performing artists are just out of work. We are being forced to rethink our careers in entirely different ways. Um, And I'm speaking mostly from a perspective of a theater artist. You know, I'm about live performance. My training is in stage acting. and That's what I've chosen to do. And yet suddenly... I and my colleagues find ourselves kind of cornered into like, well, are we going to maybe film a play and then do it that way? Or do we make these short little videos or what? Like, how do we do this? How do we keep working? And we're not film actors. We don't record. We are here for the live performance and the experience. And, you know, that's the beauty of theater, I think, that we all feel is that it's a moment that you create and you live and then it goes away and you keep living. Right. And we've lost that entirely. And I was going to say, you know, for, for people that really aren't, you know, too knowledgeable about it, there is a very big difference between film acting and, and stage acting. They're absolutely totally different. Some some people cannot make the transition. <laughs> so. Right. Emotionally, like emotionally, I can't, I, I can't even look at myself on a screen. So acting on Zoom is just like a wild, wild experience. Well, but we've had to get creative with different ways. So I saw on my very blank uh, events page on Facebook that Rise Up Productions <laughs> is doing this uh, Zoom play, which I think is a really cool idea. Once I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, why, why haven't we thought of that? So Tell me a little bit about Lullaby of Zoom Land. Sure. Um, so I'll start by saying that Lullaby of Zoom Land is part of Rise Up initiative to keep creators creating while in quarantine. We've got this series going on called Meet Me Inside, and we've been having all these live stream events going. And, you know, people donate, and each event has a little different beneficiary, just so we can feel like we're doing some good and getting folks names and faces out there in the process while they can't be on stage. We were talking, a friend and I, Gina Kaufman, the director of Lullaby of Zoomland, she and I were talking around some ideas of how we could keep doing theater. Um, She's a professor in the theater department at UMass. And so she's been teaching all of these classes over Zoom. 
and she's kind of learned about it as this new medium because she's actually been learning to teach stage acting through Zoom. And so then we kind of started brainstorming about, well, how can we use that to our advantage? Because it's not ideal, but it's something. Right. Um, and Carly Erdman, who is the head of the theater department at UMass and a colleague of mine, friend of mine, he was looking for some kind of creative outlet as well. And he is a playwright. And so he said, well, what if I just write a three-person play for Zoom and just see what happens? And so that's kind of how this came to being. So the play is written specifically for myself, um, another Rise Up member, Micah Plunkett, who is, you've all seen her on stage in the Valley at some point, whether it's at the Majestic or at Silverthorne up in Greenfield or at New Century, she's around. And Greg Boover, who doesn't live in the Valley anymore, but is an alum of UMass and now works at Shakespeare and Company. Between the three of us actors, all three of us have sort of worked together in some capacity already. I work closely with, I, excuse me, I work closely <laughs> with Gina and Carly um, and other collaborative projects. And so it just kind of became this thing of let's do a thing and make ourselves feel a little bit better about the state of the world by A, creating the art, which is what we do not just for a career, but for our own mental health. Right. And B, by having it be a fundraiser for a nonprofit that really could use some help right now. Um, and so all of the proceeds from the event will be going to the Pioneer Valley Workers Center. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and they are a wonderful, wonderful organization. I encourage everybody to check them out online and on Facebook, the Pioneer Valley Workers Center. So what exactly is Pioneer Valley Workers Center about? Wonderful, wonderful question. There are a great organization that we have supported before with Rise Up. Um, the Pioneer Valley Worker Center builds the collective power of workers and immigrants in Western Massachusetts and beyond. Um, their leaders develop and they organize grassroots campaigns for food chain workers' rights. They winning, they're winning wage theft protections, stopping deportations, building new worker cooperatives. They're really, really involved in the community and in making the Valley a better place for everybody who lives here. That's awesome. Um, and they also have done a lot of work towards social justice in light of current events. Uh, I think we all are kind of aware of what's going on in the world right now, Just not just in terms of the pandemic, but in terms of pursuit of racial justice, of, of, of social equity, you know, um, Right. And I really, really, really admire the Pioneer Valley Workers Collective. I see the benefits of their work everywhere I go. I have made so many friends. I've learned so much. I've become a better activist myself through working with them and for them. So it's just very exciting to be able to direct our proceeds from the show that I love so dearly to an organization that our group loves so dearly. So without giving too much away, what is the play about? What is Lullaby of Zoomland about? In short, it's about what we're all experiencing right now. It is. It focuses on two women. Uh, they are in a relationship and, and they're long distance. 
Mm-hmm. They've been quarantined on opposite sides of the country, and they're trying to make their relationship work over Zoom. Um, and it's a very sweet, very realistic and funny and kind of, you know, a, a quirky look at exactly what all of us are doing right now, trying to maintain our social interactions and the toll that the current state of the country is taking on all of us as individuals. Right. So it is it is a very, very relevant play. I mean, it's written as though Crystal and Valerie, the two main characters, are having this conversation tonight on Zoom. Um, and we made sure that we could adapt text as necessary because we knew that the political ch- climate was going to keep changing because it's been changing over every week. There's something new. And so we wanted to make sure that we could leave room to acknowledge everything and be sensitive to everything. Right. Um, so it's been a collaborative writing effort as well. Harley wrote the bulk of the piece and then we included black voices such as my own to go in in terms of those discussions that exist within the flag. So how is it going to be exactly? Like, are you, are people going to be watching your Zoom call? Like, how, how is this, how's this going to work? I'm, I'm excited. Yes, exactly. We're going all the way with live performance right now because that is what we miss so dearly. Um, and so it is indeed a Zoom webinar. And so Micah and Greg and I will hop on Zoom and you all will be invited to to our Zoom stage, if you will, and just watch. Watch the Zoom call go. And it's, a, it's a, about a half an hour long, and there will be a chat room open so that you can engage with other audience members. Which oh. Is, uh, it's, that was important for us um, because that's part of the live performance thing, too, is going somewhere and seeing other audience members and and seeing their reactions and things like that. You won't see their um, faces, though, right? Like, you won't see... No, okay. see faces, um, <laughs> the chat will continue to run. No. Right, right. That'd be so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> no, they're not watching our late-night Zoom call and our relationship. <laughs> we don't have to worry about audience members. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Yeah. Um, the event is Donate What You Can, and I ask that... Folks, follow us on Facebook. Rise Up Productions FA is our handle on Facebook. And that will give you instructions on how to get the Zoom link and donate whatever you'd like. And so we've been fortunate enough to also have on hand in this process Paul Dennis as our choreographer. That's right. There will be some dancing involved on Zoom. Ooh. And I know, it was very exciting. And Elizabeth Tangburn did our costume and set design. And, of course, she's had a task ahead of her, too, because she's making a set out of what's in our houses. <laughs> um, so it's, it's been a very, very interesting creative process for everybody involved. And I'm so fortunate to just be working with these two wonderful theater creators. It's just It's been a good theme. And I'm very, very happy to have these folks on my team. That's about the shape of it. It's, it's very exciting to feel like we're doing a play and we're in Tech Week all of a sudden from our houses. How does Tech Week yeah. even work? Like when you're 
I guess, you know, just working out kinks in Zoom. Yeah, and it's it actually the whole process has sort of been tech week because of that. You know, we've, we're working out kinks in Zoom. We're learning what sound quality is better. We're learning what video quality is better and seeing what angle my laptop has to be at in order for the light to look right. And it's all of these things that we never think about on a stage because the stage is the stage. Right, yeah. You know, not this wacky virtual online platform. So, you know, we have a dress rehearsal tonight, and we're going to continue to run some more things and work out more kinks. And just the tech has been a serious part of the rehearsal process. And unfortunately, I feel anyway, it's the tech aspect has added to the stress and taken away some joy, certainly for me, because it's not just about using my skill as an actor. It's about figuring out how to work technology, which I do not know how to do <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, you know, it's this whole new medium. It's this whole new frontier, and all of us are very... We've learned a lot through this, let's say. Yeah, I, I've been kicked out on Zoom a couple times out of 40 minutes for, you know, and so I know that you had to, like, get a premium or something. There was, like, some premium account or something that you needed to get in order exactly. to have. That yeah, was yeah, part of it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we have to think about what's the best Zoom option for this. Do we do a webinar or do we make it a call? If we do it a webinar, who's running it? If we, like, if somebody else is running it, what do they have to have from us in terms of our internet connection? You know, it's all of this yeah. stuff that we don't think about in an ordinary production. But I'll tell you, without too much of a spoiler, we did have one rehearsal where we were running the show, and Micah's internet dropped the call, um, as we are also familiar with. Right. Zoom. Um, and so we kind of kicked into gear of, well, the show must go on and she'll pop back up when she can. And so we kept going. And oh. because the show is about the loneliness that we are experiencing in the wake of the pandemic and for me as a black woman in the wake of all of this violence toward black folk, the loneliness having Micah being gone contributed to the loneliness and it ended up being really beautiful. Ugh. And then she came back. Yeah. You know, and so there was this lovely moment. And so we worked in contingency plans as well, just in case. Um, and it's just that idea of, well, what do you do when your Zoom falls apart and you're in the middle of a call? Well, we solve that problem by picking up our phone and calling the person that we're trying to Zoom with or we text them or whatever. So, you know, those are solutions that we've been able to work in through the rehearsal process, which have all, of course, been on Zoom. The show must go on. You will not be stopped. So you're doing two performances, 7 p.m., 9 p.m. this coming Friday. Um, and people can find the link to the Zoom and how to, to pay, which the proceeds go to benefit Pioneer Valley Workers Center over at Rise Up Productions MA on Facebook. Yep, that right. is precisely correct. 
right, cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm so excited about this, and I hope that this goes well and this can continue to be a venue as we're trying to figure out and navigate different ways to express art in this time of social distancing. And I'm just so happy that you now have this cathartic experience as well because I know you as an artist need this. So I'm really looking forward to your performance. Thank you so much, Leah. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me and for chatting with me about this. Hell yeah, this isn't going to be the last time either. (laughs) Yay! All right, take care and make sure everybody listening, check out Lullaby of Zoomland. It's a short play for Zoom. There's going to be two performances and it's going on this Friday.